0: Hey, folks, this is Jay from Jay Talk. And, of course, we have our wonderful co-host, Nick from The Nick Drop. And there you have it, people. How's it going? So, yeah, I didn't do any crazy introductions. I gave you a break today. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't want
1: you to say something or calling me a midget or something.
0: <laughs> that would have been, been, be, been fun. That would have been funny, considering you just, you know, like, you know, were telling me I was short today, and I'm like, what no, I knew what you meant. <laughs> I need to wind you up. I need to get you started. Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, okay. Right now, wind you up. Whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, how you doing, folks? You know, welcome back to the show. Yay. Yeah. So how you doing, man?
1: Man, it was a good day. It was pretty good. I had to run the streets and go to a couple of off sites and um Got everything taken care of. The boss was, you know, I, I'm really enjoying my new boss. Okay. Really am because he's being, he's, he's giving me some, some room to breathe and he's, you know, motivate me and he's giving me some tasks that, uh, he knows he doesn't have to ask questions or stand over my shoulder. He's like, Nick, I need you to take care of this. Done. He doesn't mess with me. He doesn't ask me what my status is. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, if he says, hey, can you get this taken care of in the next two or three days? As soon as I'm done, I send him an email going, hey, I got this done. Here's the result. Whatever it is, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And he's like, man, you got that done quick. Sweet. You know, I mean, very complimentary. He's very, very forgiving. I had a doctor's appointment this afternoon, and he let me take my company vehicle to the Uh doctor's
0: appointment. Oh, there you go. Good, good, good. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a question for you. Right, And maybe it's just me being me. But do you think after he got his promotion and he saw what you really did, he has more appreciation for you?
1: Oh, absolutely. Because I remember three or four days into it, he pulled me in the conference room. He's like, holy shit, Nick. I really didn't know how much you did until now. Yeah. And he's like, and he kind of laughed. He goes, "That's why we're both going to be bald." And he's pretty much bald anyway. So it was a good it was a good joke because he's allowed to say it because he's bald, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he's like, and I said, "Look, you know, I'm putting all this stuff on you to get you to understand it." He goes, "I understand it. Holy shit, I really understand it." I'm like, "I got your back. Just hand stuff back to me, you know, because a lot of stuff like the the garbage dump." in our area has to have, I mean, just imagine over the last 20 years, everything had my name on it. Yeah. So monitors, keyboards, mice, computers, desktops, laptops, speakers, anything had a box and they would put a sticker on it with my name. I'm like, if somebody went to the dump, they would know who Nick. Exactly. <laughs> was, right. You know? Exactly. So when they gave him the responsibility and everything's got his name on it. Oh Yeah. I said, we ought to run for mayor, you know, because everybody sees our name in the trash. Exactly. You know, they'll just, oh, we know these guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. Come on.
1: But yeah, he, he's been, he been, he's been riding the other two
0: yeah.
1: because, you know, they're, they're a little bit slackers. And you, know, you don't have to hold my hand. I'm going to show up for work every day. And if I'm not, you're going to know why.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, which is very rare that I'm late or not going to come in at all. Right. You know, so he knows that. So he did not have to worry about me. So he keeps a focus on the other people that have a little bit of a hard time, you know, showing up one time and taking two hour lunches. I got,
0: yeah, 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 he
1: knows what's going on because he's been out there for eight years.
0: Yeah. He's now, he, now he has to babysit those people. Yep. And <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, that's funny. It's yeah. really sad though. I mean, unfortunately it's just sad that that's what it's come to, you know? Well, you know,
1: Yeah. And it it's, there are people in this world that are self-motivated. Self-motiv- yeah. You know? Yeah. And those are the people you really want underneath you. If right. you can get all your team <coughs> self-motivated, your focal point drastically changes. Yeah. But if you have people, like, you and I worked with a perfect example of somebody who is not self-motivated.
0: Oh, yes.
1: I mean... This guy, and I can't say enough good things about him, but i got to throw in the bad. He was brilliant. His technical skills were there, but if you gave him a task and says, hey, I need you to take care of this, as soon as he was finished with that task, and he'd do it well, and he'd do it within the time frame, and he'd do everything, and he'd even go above and beyond a little bit to to do the task to get it resolved correctly.
0: And he'd make sure with the customer. I mean, it's not like he left the customer hanging. He would follow up. Yeah.
1: Oh, never. He would always do the best job he could. But as soon as that task was over, he was in park mode. Yep. He didn't do anything. He didn't motivate himself. He sat there until you gave him another task.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and he was bad about that, so... He would come in first thing in the morning. He would take all the computer tickets that were remote so that he could get his ticket count up. And then you and I would have to go out to the places where we had to touch stuff, right?
2: Yeah.
1: He was terrible about that, but he wasn't self motivated, you know? Yeah. He got got there a little bit late every morning. He'd eat his lunch there, whatever. Every once in a while, he'd go out. But come four o'clock, boom, he was out the door. Forgot, yeah. you know, he was done. Yeah. He didn't want promotions. He didn't want to go anywhere. He didn't want to do anything. He just wanted to do his job and go home, you know. Yeah. Minim-
0: I know. We know people like that.
1: Yeah. So yeah. being self motivated does help. And yeah. I'm self motivated. I mean, I try, I'm not perfect, but I try to make this like it's my own business. Yeah. And you and I are customer, old school customer oriented anyway. So we're gonna drop whatever we're doing, make sure the customer's happy, even if we have to drive an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever, right?
2: Yeah, I
0: know.
1: So we had some sites that were six hour drive, and I'd go. I know. Once every couple weeks, and I'd make everybody happy as best I could. I'm sure I pissed a few people off, but you know, I'm not perfect.
0: Yeah, but you're (laughs) not gonna make everybody happy anyway.
1: Yeah, you can't. No. just can't
0: yeah so um i do remember those days because um i did my fair share of driving when i was up north um trust me oh bad. yeah yeah indiana
1: illinois didn't you go over to pennsylvania or something too
0: yeah i did greensburg pennsylvania wow yeah
1: that's a good huff
0: it was a good huff you know so that was that was an interesting when i lived in iowa driving to cincinnati was a was a chore that was a task you really know, oh cincinnati ohio from iowa yeah dude you're driving across two states and then you know to get into you know but it's four states involved you you got to drive through illinois through indiana just to get into ohio wow so yeah no 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 that was that was a huff for me
1: That's a hotel stay there if not two nights.
0: No, that's a two-night. There's no way I'm, yeah, yeah. No, it was a a seven-and-a-half-hour one-way.
1: Oh, geez, yeah.
0: You know, and I did that for, what, two years? Right. You know, so, granted, I wouldn't stay there for more than two nights, but, you know, it's most of the time, unless it was a project, so. Well,
1: if you left on a Monday, you'd get there, you could do a couple hours of work, bed down for the night, you spend a whole Tuesday Doing work, 5 o'clock you get off, spend the night, get in the truck the next morning, come home.
0: Yeah, and see, for me, I was a little more organized. So what I'd do is is I'd drive over on a Monday, check into the hotel, get up on Tuesday, do a little bit of work. If I finished, great. If I didn't, stay another night. But what I would do is there was another facility two hours away. So, I, you know, if I finished early... I'd drive the two hours and stay at a hotel in the new town. If I didn't finish early enough, I'd stay the night and then do the two hours in the next morning. Right. You know, and so it's kind of, it's, it's about maximizing your efficiency. Yep. You know, so I would hit three terminals in one trip, you know, that were all on the way. Right. You know, just makes sense. But I would always go the furthest distance first and knock that one out.
1: And work your way back.
0: Work my way back.
1: That's smarter because I would be the one. <clears throat> I would start at the first one, go the second one, go the third one, and then I'd have the long drive back, which would give me the jet lag for the next day.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's smart that way. Yeah, yeah. I should have done that way back in the day.
0: Yeah, and the only reason I did it like that is is just because when it's the beginning of the week, you're rested from the weekend, so that seven and a half hour isn't as painful. Yep. You know. And so you check into the hotel and, and yeah, then it's not so bad. And so by the time I got to the third, third site, you know, it was only four and a half hours to the four and a half back home. So, you know, that wasn't, that, that's not that bad. Yeah. That's not too bad. No. So, but yeah, other than that, you know, it's, it's, you do what you got to do, you know, that's what yeah. it's always. But how's been the new about. gig going? The new gig. Oh, so it's it's been interesting, you know, it's it's like with every job. You gotta learn the quirks, the ins, the outs. You know, I'm I I don't like just sitting there. So I've been trying to get my hands dirty with some of the projects they've got going and doing some research behind a lot of that. I've been doing a couple of tickets. Some of them are pre existing tickets that they haven't finished up so I've been trying to jump in and offer my expertise and I think my first day I you know knocked out a ticket it took me like 40 minutes and you know it was like "Eh, yeah it was pretty easy so but it was a level 2 ticket so it was not something that you know many of the other guys would even know how to address so you know but yeah I'm you know some what was it I was in a meeting today everyone will love this um, in a meeting today with our immediate team and we had a company meeting after that team meeting and they just go over a high level of information on what's going on in company and so they're introducing you know the new employees at the company meeting so of course you know the bo- my boss is we've got this new guy that started last week as well and, hey, let me interrupt you. Is yeah. this
1: in a big conference room or is it a Zoom meeting? Oh, it's a How Zoom it? meeting. It's all Zoom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Everybody's got their cameras on. No. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. But this is pretty funny. Um, so, you know, the boss is, there's this one new guy that started last week and they just wanted to make sure they pronounced his last name correctly. And and so you know, of course, you know they ask him, and he corrects them, you know. And then you know, my last name's easy, folks. It's just Ramsey. I mean, come on, let's let's. It's an easy name. But you know, of course, he's being silly. And he asks me. He says, "So how do you pronounce your last name?" And I, I literally, without a beat, I said, "G, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no.
1: (laughs) How many people were on the Zoom call?
0: Six. I had five or six. I thought there were like 30. No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good.
0: And he was just like, oh. (laughs) He knew he had been like, you know, I really got him on that one. Oh, my God. He starts laughing. He's like, you're going to fit in well. And so I was like,
1: Yeah, but did you yeah. ever say your last name after that? No, no he didn't, actually. <laughs> it was funny as hell. <laughs> Just let it run. So everybody's going, who's that J guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jay? We don't even know
0: his last name. I know, exactly. It was funny as hell. So when we did the company meeting, you know, they're all, he introduces us, you know, and they ask us to say two words. And, you know, I said, you know, hey, how's it going, folks? You know, yada, yada, yada. Just don't ask me what my nickname is. And so... <laughs> <laughs> and needless to say my boss of course he jumps in and he's like oh no now you got to put it in chat and that way we can continue the discussion but everybody could see so literally so i put g daddy in the chat and one of the guys was like holy crap he's like you've got to give me the, the full story on this one we got to make this official he's like what the hell so it was funny as hell <laughs> and for those of you that don't know Essentially my kids especially Andrew used to used to tease me all the time they called me the real OG you know because I like some of the stuff and I liked a lot of this the, the old school rap and some of this other stuff that they they really like and so you know it that was just a nickname my kids used to mess with me so of course when I had grandkids you know my ex-wife and my daughter asked me said so what do you want to, what do you want your granddaughter to call you and I said G Daddy, and they were like, "There ain't no way." And I'm like, "It's a great name. What's wrong with G Daddy? Great, stick with it." <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna. It's so literally. Yeah, my job's like they're gonna start referencing me as G Daddy in all the meetings. It's gonna be funny as hell.
1: They're gonna change your email, G <laughs> Daddy at whatever oh. Yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> oh my god, it was funny as hell. So, but they they have a great sense of humor. You know, it's 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 like with any job, you just it takes a little bit to get acclimated. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, and when you throw in jokes and being silly and funny,
0: it automatically lets everybody's guard down,
1: and they start to feel comfortable sooner because everybody wants to get to know you know the new employees and you're you're kind of fumbling around because yeah. you don't know what to say and how to act and stuff like that. But if you come right out the right out of the gate and you say stuff like that, I'm gonna. It's gonna let my guard down, and I'm gonna go. Okay, I can hang it. You know, I, I can cut up with this guy, and
0: yeah, you no, know. exactly.
1: Yeah, we had a a new communications guy, get hired in in our area, and. The, I met him, and exactly like I said, hey, my name's Nick O'Donohue and he never said his name. He looked at me, and he goes, "Wow, you're awful short, aren't you?" And I went, "Oh no." Well, the other cops <laughs> guy started laughing. I said, okay, here we go.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now,
1: I said, first off, Jack Wagon, <laughs> he, he looked at me funny, and then he went, I said, I need to know your name so I can start giving you shit. And he said his name, of course, and then it, it was on.
0: Okay, so who was this guy?
1: don't even, his last name is Ferguson. I don't remember his first name.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. He's
1: just a communications guy that started working, you know, in our area with the other, you know, with Dave, with other, so, with oh,
0: okay.
1: Dave and, and Ronnie. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Nice.
1: I just, dude. last name is Ferguson.
0: Okay.
1: And what did I call him? Oh, <laughs> we had, uh, we were doing zoom back and forth, Dave, Ronnie, and I, and I said, Dave, something's going on at such and such. Is there any way you or Ronnie can go out there? Because they were both on their phones with Zoom.
2: Yeah.
1: And they responded back. He's like, I'm tied up over here. You know, um, network down over here. And Ronnie's like, I'm tied up over here. And I'm like, where's low rent? Because he was talking about this (laughs) 3,600-square-foot home that he had and all this, you know, building himself up. And I'm like, where's low rent? And both of them lost it. Now that's what they call him. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Every time he walks up, he's like, hey, Low Rent. Oh, my gosh.
2: Dang. <laughs> it stuck, and
1: he looked at me, and he's like, really? That's going to stick? And I'm like, hey, buddy, you started it. I know. And I got a good house and a beautiful wife. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're still Low Rent. Exactly. <laughs> Roddy would laugh. I don't know where that came from. It was just one of those things. I'm like, why can't Low Rent go out there?
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. They oh still laugh about that.
1: They're, they still
0: call him low rent. He he
1: he loves it. He didn't he didn't care.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. That's that's cool, man. That's cool. That's funny. So well okay. So today, oof man, it's been an interesting day, hasn't it? So First I know I know.
1: I guess I shouldn't have said that because this come out Friday. No, this is coming out when tomorrow. No, tonight.
0: this will come out as soon as I can get it edited there you go
1: yeah so we can say it yeah it's yeah. march 21st
0: yeah yeah yeah. so no it's it's um so originally we we're going to talk about bad habits because we we talked a little bit about annoyances last week yeah but we we're
1: going to talk about pet peeves oh and yeah, pet peeves. Pit,
0: yeah pet peeves yeah that's right annoyance pet. uh and bad habits and things like that and and yeah, pet peeves was what it was. I remember now. So, we we this is a kind of a little bit of a continuation from last week, but yeah, you know, and my bad habit folks is I I'm always cracking a joke. You know, some people just may not think I'm serious, but I'm always trying to put people at ease. It's just my nature.
1: So are you are you the kind of person cuz this is how I am. Okay. When if I start getting into a discussion that might turn a little heated or maybe even turn into an argument, I will say something funny to try to break that tension.
0: Yes, unless I need to put the other person in check. Well, yeah. And you know me, I I let my dad come out and and I put the other person in check. It's <laughs>
1: I'm real good about <laughs> even if I like if I'm dating somebody and we have we get into an dis- argument and you know at that point I call it slinging mud you're you're saying anything to be right you know yeah 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 that that's just ridiculous and for me I don't want to get to that point of slinging mud
0: no no it shouldn't you know, be no because that that's
1: way. when it, you start saying things you regret and then the, the next thing you know you're apologizing <laughs> for the next three days you're having to buy flowers and you know she's cutting you off and all that crazy stuff that goes and at the end of the deal. None of it was even worth it. Right. I try to remember the old phrase. How's this going to affect me in a week, a month, a year, five years, 10 years. Is that going to affect me in a year? Why fight over it?
0: Yeah, no, I I won't disagree with you, but I will tell you, it's funny. I recently had someone call me a principal (laughs) because <laughs> they said literally they did something that kind of bothered me and rightfully so and I smacked them on the hand I mean not literally but you know figuratively I, I, you know I used the words to smack them on the hand and they literally were like I can't believe you just did that and I'm like what They said, you just smacked me on the hand. And I'm like, what? You deserved it. And they just couldn't, they didn't know how to respond to that. They were just like, wait, what? You just, and I'm like, yeah. I said, there are certain things you need to not say. There are certain things that are just insensitive. And yeah, I'm not going to just sit there and let you do it. I'm going to smack you on the hand. And you know what? If you don't like it, we'll move on without each other. I mean, that's just, you know, so. Well, I'm glad you ain't never had to smack me on the hand. Whatever. <laughs> I don't get out of line. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, no, we do know our boundaries. Not to the point of getting sent to the principal. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. She said, I got sent to the principal's office. And so, but, you know, for the next three days, it was it was a big joke, you know. And so it was it was funny. But, you know, at the moment it wasn't, but yeah, I do. Yeah. That is a bad habit. That is, and it's a pet peeve of some people because I have a tendency If if you say something that I find offensive um, and what she said really she shouldn't have, you know, and there was no reason for it. And so I my, you know, and it's a pet peeve of other people's because I do this is the fact that I won't just let it go. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to say something. And you don't like it. No offense, tough shit. Right. Because here's the whole thing. You're supposed to be developing a relationship with someone. And if they don't know that something bothers you, who's to say it won't happen again?
2: Well, there
1: every relationship coach, every counselor, Every psychologist, every psychiatrist will tell you, you have to set boundaries in every relationship. Yes. So if somebody says something that you're not comfortable with, if you don't tell them, how are they going to know what your boundaries are? And you need boundaries in every relationship. Yes. Yes. Kids, family, friends, coworkers. Every relationship needs boundaries and structure.
0: Yeah. Well, and I know it's a pet peeve of a lot of people is the fact that I'm just brutally honest.
1: Yes, you are.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> shut up.
1: Yeah. But no, I'm saying that funny, but it's a good thing. I mean, for the most part, it's a good
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's be honest too it. There's been the I, detrimental point. It's a hundred
1: percent perfect. You
0: know, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, exactly. <laughs>
1: Every once in a while, brutal honesty is like, cut it, cut
2: it, cut
0: it. Yeah, I, you know this is why I don't play the politics game, folks, because I'm just honest.
1: <laughs> you you can't you can't be I, a politician.
0: No, because I can't. I, I don't have any desire to lie. So you know, <laughs> I, I would be. I, I'm gonna make a a politic a political joke here, okay, folks, and you can take it how you want. <laughs> so, but this is more of a joke. <laughs> I'm like Trump. I'm just saying everything nobody wants to hear. Anyways. <laughs>
2: Why
1: you got to pick on Trump, eh?
0: <laughs> man? Just, it's just, come on. It's funny as hell. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. There's my, there's my political joke. <laughs> that's about as close as you're going to get, folks. Uh, that's it. I'm. <laughs>
1: So what the hell is going to happen with the gas prices? This is ridiculous. And it's going to get worse.
0: Oh, now that's a pet peeve. Holy crap. Man, I'm
1: telling you, they need to get their stuff back together. And, of course, we can't bitch too much about it. I mean, our gas prices are half the price per gallon as they are at Europe and everywhere else in the world.
0: Even California now. California's at 8 bucks a gallon. Yeah. I mean, people were complaining about Ireland. Saying that, you know, you guys got nothing to complain about. Well, dude, California's like, Ireland, you need to go to hell. I mean, no offense, but (laughs) they're eight bucks a gallon. I mean, what the hell?
1: I went to Bandera this weekend. It's a four and a half hour run one way. Okay. And it cost me, normally, I could fill the tank up for about 80 bucks because I have a big diesel truck with a 36 gallon tank, right? Yeah. I could fill it up, $80, I could drive there and back on one tank of gas. Right. Okay? For some reason, this trip, I filled it up, $139 to fill it up. Ouch. And I had to get $70 more worth of gas to get home, and I literally have 80 miles to go before I'm on empty.
0: Did you do a trailer pull, I... driving around? Is it because you may have pulled the trailer home? that it
1: Because it... I pulled the trailer home, but it cost me 200 bucks to pull my bike in the trailer <clears> home.
0: Oh, my goodness. Ouch. Like a
1: flatbed, single-axle trailer with a Harley motorcycle on the back of it.
0: Yeah, I know, but that's wind resistance. It's a drag.
1: Well, <laughs> a drag. It was a drag.
0: <laughs> no, but you know what I but meant. I got my baby home. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's a wind drag is what I meant. But, yes, you yeah, got, you got mean, your baby home. Got so. my baby home. Yeah, two hundred dollars, two hundred bucks. Crap, just dude. in gas alone. Holy crap!
1: Okay, and it's not just that. We went like I'm a big coffee drinker. Yeah, so I buy the half gallon things of creamer, and it lasts me for six or eight months because I don't put a lot of creamer in my coffee, just barely like a teaspoon. Right, right. right. You can go to HEB down here right now and get it. It's five sixty-five for a half gallon of you know French vanilla, whatever it is. Right, right. It was $9.49 in Bandera.
0: Holy crap.
1: Milk. We had to get organic milk because we have a young one, and he's got a sensitive stomach. It was $10.13 for a half gallon of organic milk.
0: Oh, ouch. Okay. So. Maybe she, she should introduce him to, like, almond milk.
1: Well, yeah, he, Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, my point being, no, is,
0: I know, It's insane. You no,
1: know, yeah. I used to go up there. I used to be able to go up there and come back for about 175 to $200 whole trip, food and everything. That's when I was drinking, you know, beer, and I drank, you know, yeah. quite a bit of beer while I was up there. And I stopped drinking beer, but we still spent $400 just on the trip. Now, granted, we had a lot of food left over that we brought back home. <laughs> things like that, you know, and that half gallon of, of creamer, you know, most of that was still there. So, I mean, we had residuals. I like orange juice cause I take my vitamins in the morning with orange juice. So I had a right. lot of orange juice left or that, that kind of stuff. Right. But still 400 bucks, it doubled the cost of driving up there and back.
0: Damn dude. That's
1: painful. so it's on, it's up for sale now. California people come on down. You can buy my piece of property.
0: Really? You're putting it up yep. for sale.
1: Putting it on the market. I actually talked to the realtor today. She's working me up a deal, and I'll probably talk to her tomorrow, the next day, about posting it. Good for you. Good and bad.
0: I know. You're not going to have that getaway spot. And I know that was your quality time spot.
1: It was back in the day for some reason. It's just, it's missing something now. I don't know what's going on. So, and besides, I could probably get three times I paid for it because of all the things that are going on in the state of Texas. Can
0: can I make a comment? Yes. Okay. The people that you bought it when uh, the people you hung around with when you bought it, they're no longer the people you hang around with. So I wonder if your because your lifestyle's changed, maybe The need for it has changed.
1: It is absolutely correct. Because there were five people that bought property in that subdivision. Four of them are gone.
0: Wow. Really?
1: Four of them are gone. And, well, not counting me. So there were six of us.
0: Okay, six total.
1: Yeah, six total. Four of them are gone. And I'm putting mine up on the market. So that's going to leave the one guy that actually originally started getting people up there from day one. Okay. But that's the guy that's the guy that turned all this thing sour, and everybody wanted to quit hanging around with him because he you know he was a narcissist, and finally his true colors came out
0: right right so so you that's the, a sad the, thing the other four people sold their property too and don't go up there anymore at all yep that's sure re- did. that's really sad, so and
1: sold it for ridiculous amounts,
0: oh, okay,
1: yeah give you an example one of the guys. Built a two-bedroom, two-bath house on 2.8 acres in this subdivision. Roughly had about 170 to 180 thousand dollars into this deal. Yeah, and when he put it on the market for 299 thousand dollars, and he had two guys fighting over it, he ended up selling it for 326. Nice. So he, you know.
0: Yeah. And you told me you're you've got a decent place. It's already got a shed on it. It's already got. Yep hookups on it i mean people can put a travel trailer if they wanted to build on it they can build on it it's it's a nice place
1: so it's got water and electricity and it has what they call a pseudo septic system yeah so it doesn't have like a full-blown septic where you have to get it pumped every now and then this septic system it there's a reservoir in the neighborhood where it gets pumped out of your septic system into the reservoir, and then we had trucks come and go and load that up and all that stuff.
2: Yeah, Yeah. You
1: don't ever have to, you know. Right. You got to be cautious that it's still kind of a septic. You got to use the right paper and stuff like that. But you don't ever have to have a septic truck come in there and pump it all out after a certain amount of time.
0: No, and that's always slick. That's really nice.
1: But so so many people are buying and moving out there that they're having problems with water. Really? Water is very scarce in in Bandera. And now that there are so many. In the last six months, they've had 17 houses built in that subdivision.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So
1: all 17 of those people are up taking showers, and their water pressure goes down to nothing. And it's city
0: water. City needs to tap in somewhere. They need to step up their game. I know, right? Damn, dude. Well, good luck. So, you, so you're selling your property. Are you selling your, your Harley?
1: Not at the moment. Good for you. I don't know if I'm going to be able to part with her, because I remember my first Harley, when I sold it, I didn't think nothing of it until I saw the guy driving away on it. Yeah. And he was a friend. And you know what he did? Took my Harley home. The next day, he drove it to the Harley dealership and traded it in on another bike. What? I wanted to kill him. I absolutely wanted to kill him. He
0: took the discount you gave him and then went and used it for trade-in.
1: Took my bike for the price I sold it to him for, went to Harley and says, I want this bike, and I want you to take this bike, and I want you to give me this much money for the bike. And they said, okay.
0: Uh, Okay.
1: So I could have actually sold it for $2,000 or $3,000 more than I sold it to him for. But yeah, ever since then, and I actually went, they called me, Harley called me a week later, they said, Nick, the title was still in your name, we need you to sign the check that, because the title's in your name, the check came in your name. And I said, okay, so I went down there, and I told the guy, I said, I don't want to sign it, I want the bike back. And he said, I'll be more than happy to sell it back to you for a $3,500 markup.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: said really i said you can't do better than that i was that upset about it right if he would have said a thousand dollars i probably would have bought it back right i never thought i was going to be that upset about it so this one my brother bought brand new had it for four or five years and then i bought it from him so it's been in the family yeah i
2: don't
1: know if i'm gonna have a hard time but yeah yeah
2: you know and i understand that
1: and after laying it down one time That'll put a, you know, put something in the back of your mind. No, no, You because know, now I'm cautious. I'm not a I'm not a speed demon when I get on my motorcycle. I am definitely not that guy. Right. I'm the guy that goes the speed limit, you know, right. and I'm a safe driver. I'm very aware of my surroundings. I don't drink. When I say that, if I go out and we go somewhere and stop and eat, I might have a beer with lunch. But I won't have Four or five beers like I normally would if I was riding with somebody and I was, you know. Right. So, yeah, I make sure that I'm very co- – and when I laid it down, it was sheer not paying attention, all my fault. There was nothing wrong with the bike. There was – nobody pushed me out. It was nobody's fault but my own. And I was only going like 10 miles an hour. So, yeah. there was no – damn. the bike got a little damaged, but but it still it, – it puts that in the back of your mind. Yeah. And, you know, and of course I've had friends that have been in motorcycle accidents and didn't make it through it, you know, so. I know. That's not good.
0: No, no, it's not. It's not. So that's a, yeah, that's tough, man. I and
1: might want to find a hobby that's a little more safe.
0: No. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but anymore, these days you just never know. You don't. You know.
1: It doesn't matter what you're doing these days. Yeah. That's why everybody says, hey, Nick, you wear a helmet? I said, no. Like, what is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you not riding a motorcycle on the highway 70, 80 miles an hour with no helmet? I said, it's pretty simple. If I get in an accident, I don't want to be a paraplegic or a quadriplegic the rest of my life
2: yeah, because
1: the helmet kept me alive but broke my back.
0: Right, right, exactly. Although yeah.
1: If I'm going to get in a situation, let's get it done. Yeah. Get it done. I don't want... Somebody to have to clean me and wipe my butt and feed me and care for me. I don't want that.
0: You know what? And I if, don't want
1: that. Anybody on this planet, even my enemies, I wouldn't want to, you know what I'm saying?
0: I know. But if people would actually pay attention to their driving,
1: oh, yeah, that's we no would way.
0: have a lot of, a lot less problems.
1: They should just make it where your cell phone gets shut off the minute your car starts. Yes. You really don't need, I drove by two lanes and one lane's always backed up, right? Because everybody's either turning or whatever. So the lane that I had was clear. And the light turned green, and nobody in the left lane went. But everybody in the right lane went. So I was going like two or three miles an hour because the car in front of me, we were just starting to take off. Six cars in a row buried in their cell phones just like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, I know.
1: Six cars in a row. And you can't discriminate. There's men, women. Doesn't Young, matter old, face- it oh, doesn't matter, 30, yeah.
0: Uh-uh.
1: All of them, their phones were in front of their face.
0: Yes, I know. And I, yeah, I've seen people, and that's a pet peeve, folks. I've seen oh, no, people no. actually doing FaceTime calls while driving down the road. Yeah. What the hell do you need a FaceTime call for? What is so important? Pull the hell
1: over. Yes. Now, granted, I'm not perfect either. I have texted... You know, and I have it at a light where I started texting or looking at something and light turned green and I was one in the front didn't move and I got honked and oh shit, you know, and I moved on. But
0: this is a FaceTime call. This isn't a normal call. This is a FaceTime where it's a video call. What the hell do you need to do a video call when you're driving down the damn road for? Not me. You know, and and so my other pet peeve is going to, I know some people are going to hate me for this. But it's the people who are steadily having long conversations on their phone while they're in the grocery store.
1: How many? Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I know it, but okay. And so I know it's you know it's they have every right to be on their phone, but I mean a lot of these people they're they have their like some of the people I'm talking about they have their phone on speakerphone, and I'm just like. Dude, just literally, wh- why?
1: First off, you're disrespecting everybody around you. And if you're talking to your spouse and they're telling you what to get at the store, text it. Yeah, I know, it right? Feed it. You know? I know, yeah. They even have these apps where you can share them across phones so you can put what food you need in the app. And then when you go to the grocery store after work, if your wife's at home cooking and she needs such and such, she could put it in the app and it will... Hop up on your phone to tell you, (coughs) I need these spices, or I need some eggs, or I need some milk, you know, whatever.
0: I know. But, yeah, no, dude, the last time I went to the grocery store, there was literally a lady in there having an argument with someone just back and forth on the phone, and she's literally holding it down, you know, like right below her mouth. So she had it on speaker, and I'm just like, what? The freaking hell is your problem. We don't want to hear your argument. Hang up with the damn person. Finish your damn grocery shopping and go argue with them in your car. No offense. I'm sorry. I know some people out there are going to be like, oh, they can do whatever they want. Yes, you can. That means have okay. a little respect for other people, too.
1: Narcissism. <laughs> my
0: favorite
1: word. <laughs> now, here you go. You want to talk about a pet peeve? Okay. This sets me off when it comes to road rage. Okay. This sets me off more than anything. And it happened today. And I was in my company vehicle. And at this point, I didn't care if this lady hit me. Okay. So we're in two lanes driving. Yes. Okay. And the right lane is fixing to get cut off. So Everybody's got to merge into the left lane. Right? So the people in front of me, they start doing, they call it the, I heard somebody say, you need a zipper. You know, one car from the right, one car from the left, one car from the right, and zipper them. Yes. And that way it it flows more frequently. Yes. Well, I am not going to pass the guy in front of me to try to zipper in because there's 100 more feet. This lady in a Mercedes, and this car still had paper tags on it, was behind me. Okay. And the guy slowed down to let me in because it was my turn to zipper. Right. She punched it, rode all the way up, to the deal And was waiting for somebody to let them in Luckily the four cars in front of me They saw her and they're like Uh uh-uh. uh everybody got tight Yeah And when it came to me she literally was trying to cut me off She was literally trying to get And I we literally I'm telling you I can't believe her car didn't touch the front of my truck So her Her window and my window are the same way I start to roll mine down And, and she's going And I'm like uh uh-uh. uh it, and I, I said it, but she didn't hear me. Right. Like, bitch, get in the back of the line. I was pissed. She finally just, like, slammed on her brakes. So she's literally three, four inches from the side of my truck, like, you know, right this. Yeah. And my truck just rode by her. And the guy behind let her in. Right. But I wasn't going to let her in. We had that cutoff when we were leaving work. And everybody would just get in the right lane. The left lane would turn left. Right. And these people would fly all the way up to the front in these big jacked up trucks and people would let them in. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. There are so many times I actually wanted to park my truck and go stand there and they're not going to run you over. Uh uh-uh, uh. You wait until that car, eight car, 10 cars back, comes up and then you can get in. You sack of sh- that shit. Oh, that pisses me off. <laughs> Why are you privileged? Or why are you in such a hurry now if there's a pregnant woman or a sick kid or somebody's hurting a car? I get it.
0: Yeah, but they would have their hazards on. on. Yeah.
1: But 99% of the time is you you're not close enough to your alcohol or you ran out of cigarettes or some shit that you, you know. And it's usually most of these women that are driving these suburban Escalade Denali, you know, $80,000 $80,000 and they're housewives. Yes. And they think they're just all that in a bag of chips and they can just cut the line anytime they want to. I don't let them in, especially if I'm a personal vehicle. I won't have a problem doing a little bump and grind. I'm not kidding. Yeah. You are not going to cut me off because you're in a freaking hurry.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: that pisses me off. Oh. Okay.
0: So I got one that's just, since we're on the subject of driving.
1: See, it just draw, I'm all dried out because that pissed.
0: me I know, I know. I got one another good one for you. So in Atascosa on 1960, it's two lanes on each side with a turn lane in the middle, right? So on your 4:30 four to five o'clock five thirty traffic, there's this what we call the nightmare light. It is literally backed up for two miles every day. Okay. <gasps> It's annoying, but you just have to sit through it. There are some people who will get in the turn lane and drive from a mile and a half to two miles just so they can get into the front of the line. Yep. Why? And it's like, this is the turn lane. What the hell are you doing, doing 55 miles an hour down the turn lane? I actually saw someone, They so... Two cars stopped to let somebody that was coming from a parking lot cut across into the turn lane, you know, which should have been clear. But no, this person was flying down the turn lane. And if they hadn't have stopped in time, they would have plowed right into this car who was coming out and trying to get into the on, other other way traffic. But yeah, dude, it's like... it. You're not that much more privileged. You're not. Why are you in that much of a hurry? I mean, we're all in a hurry, folks. You know, we really are. But here's the whole thing: not enough to be reckless and dangerous. And you're not that special.
1: No offense. And that that I'll I'll tell this story really quick. Same principle. Three lanes of traffic backed up. Turn lane. This lady in a vet. And I have to say it because this this to me was extremely racial. She pulls in the turning lane like forever back, a half a mile back. All right. And she's not like flying like an idiot. She's going maybe 20 or 30 miles an hour all the way before you're supposed to get in the turn lane. Well, there was like a grocery store to the right and the three lane stop to let this young black woman with her kid go across the three Lanes because they're stopped. The light's red. Yeah. To get into the turn lane so that she can turn left. Yeah. What does she do when she pulls out? The lady, the white woman in the vet plowed into the side of her car. Damn. Put the kid in the hospital.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. And guess what? The white woman sued the black woman. What? For damages to her vehicle. Uh, okay. Because she was rich. I was one of the jurors. Okay. Okay. So, white woman shows up. She's got a high powered attorney with a $3,000 suit on. She's decked to the nines. Her husband's with her. He's decked to the nines. And then here comes the girl with her kid. And the boyfriend walks in. And this guy is screaming thug, pants down at his knees, dreadlocks. And he literally walked in, it smelled like pot. He looked like a drug dealer. He acted like a thug. And they convicted the young black girl. I was pissed. Why? And you know, what do you call the person in the in the jury the 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 foreman? Yeah. Was an old black woman. I was beneath, I was the only one in the room saying, no, 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 no. This is just wrong on so many levels screw the racism. Right. It doesn't matter what color they were. No. The lady in the vet was in the wrong. Yeah. And these people let her, she wasn't driving reckless. She was coming out slow, looking to the right to see if she could pull out and go. Wasn't thinking that somebody was going to be blazing down the center. Oh. They ended up they ended up convicting her.
0: Uh okay.
1: Even the judge argued with me. You got eleven people against you. Why are you doing this? I said because they want to go home, and this isn't right.
0: What did he say? She. She. What did she say? She, she talked me down off the ledge. Okay. She's like,
1: look, this is just the way. This is the way the judicial system works, and blah blah. And I'm like, All right, whatever. And that was the end of it. I don't know what the fine was. That was another court, but I was like say didn't deserve so that. So
0: what what would have happened if you would have dissented against everybody else?
1: We would have we would have gone home for the day and come back the next day and continued to deliberate. Okay. And we would have done that and then it eventually would have been a hung hung case. They would have had to try it again. The girl couldn't afford it. The lady could afford it. all it was cuz probably the lawyer that she had was a friend of the families, and he was doing it pro bono.
0: Yep, yeah, you
1: know, so that kind of thing. So that I'm sitting there going, "This poor girl's never going to get." You are the. This is the fucking reason that the world is the way it is Yeah. because it's like this. This poor girl's got a kid. She's married to a, a just a bad guy, and she can't make ends meet. And now you're going to tack on more for her to pay for your vet. Are you kidding me? Oh, I was pissed.
0: Yeah, and uh, you, you you were in the turn lane and not. Way
1: before you should have been.
0: Yeah, way before you should have been.
1: Well, it's double red lines or something, double yellow lines. You're not supposed to cross those. Yeah. And she won. Oh, it pissed
0: me off. Yeah, that would just drive me. Yeah, that's a real, that's a pet peeve. And, you know, did. it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine when people do something that's Honestly, shouldn't be done, but they only do it because it's convenient. Yeah. You know, it's self. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: going to one up you. I'm not going to spit on you if you're on fire. I'm going to get to the top of the food chain.
2: Yeah. I and know.
1: I'm sorry that you don't have that. Too bad. So sad for you. I know. You know, and that's the way the world works. <sighs> I'm not going to be a narcissism. A nar- I can't even freaking pronounce a damn word narcissism, narcissist, but I can't do it. I'm an empath to the bitter end and I care about people's feelings and emotions. And you know, I'm the guy, if you're pulling out of a, you got a two lane and one turns left and one turns right. Let's say out of a, a, a a apartment complex. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a tight squeeze the way it comes out. This one apartment complex I'm talking about, and people would just pull right in the middle And they would sit there to turn left. So they have to wait for the light. The right side, people can turn and go, turn and go, turn and go, even if it's a red light. Well, they're blocking the entire driveway. Yeah. Well, I would come out of there and I would swing wide if I was turning left so that I got my truck as close to the left side so that people could come by me on the right. Yeah. I don't know how many. I can't even imagine. it's It's more than five people actually stopped, rolled their window down, and made me roll my window down and go, I appreciate what you did. You allowed me to turn right because you have to wait for the light. I really, really appreciate that. Yes. But, and nobody else, nobody gives a damn.
0: I know. They're
1: well, going to come out there. You'll see somebody pulling out of a, an HEB or a Kroger or something like that, and they'll be right in the middle, so you can't turn off the road to get in until they move. Yeah. They don't care. No, they don't. Yeah, that's a pet peeve. That's another pet. Driving's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. I love road rage because I don't want nobody to hear me because I don't want to get in a fight. I know. <laughs> I just want to bitch about it, you know.
0: I know, I know, <laughs> and that's the same thing. I mean, but you know, and honestly, the the state of Texas, you know, you're at risk. You know, you try to road rage on somebody, you know, you can get a shot. Yep. You know, so I can't carry a gun in my work truck. I know, I, and in my personal truck, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, know, that's yeah. Driving is a major pet peeve of mine. So, and and I try not to let it get to me, but yeah, it, it's a it's a pet peeve. My kids, they'll know, they'll tell you. They said, "Dad doesn't curse hardly at all, except for when he's in a car." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's because nobody can hear you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know i mean if you think about that you know it's really sad um you know it, right now i'm i'm working this job and it's you know a, a lot of working from home so there's ups and downs you know i don't have the social interaction of you know a, other people and you know it that's something that my personality craves but the other flip side is, is I don't have to yell at people on the road anymore.
1: <laughs> you just take the kid to school, and that's it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And you make up. Somebody really didn't do anything wrong. You're just gonna start yelling at them because you <laughs> exactly.
0: You
1: get, Where's that outlet. I got to get that out.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Out with you. Get out of the way. And they're not even in your way.
0: You folks, if you drive an hour in Houston, you you know what I'm talking about. It's it's just it's painful. It really is. Uh,
1: I, you know, it's funny because I hear all about L.A. How it takes four hours to get ten miles. I couldn't imagine that.
0: See, I I would just have to not be a part of that. Yeah. No offense. No, uh, I'm good. I find another job. Find another state. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Bandera.
1: Is there ever any traffic unless they have, you know, they have Mardi Gras and Bandera. They have bike rides, stuff like that. Yeah. Like we were, I was going into town Saturday, and they had a a big time motorcycle gang that's against drinking, and I can't remember the name of the club, but it's huge, huge, huge.
2: Yeah,
0: it's they're, called they're Bad.
1: Against, they're against alcohol. You know, they. <clears throat> it's anyway. bikers
0: against drunk driving. It's called Bad. B A D D. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: like that, but not yes. It's okay, something just
0: like that. The well, only reason I said that is because I actually saw an advertisement um, where they were actually raising money for Bad and. They actually oh, wow. were doing a giveaway, and it was, um, I think it was an old Harley that was part of the giveaway. And you could buy in a t- for a ticket for 30 bucks, one entry.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, so, go ahead.
1: I uh, just anyway, saying, we Google.
2: Go.
0: I got a chance to ride Holly. That's what I call my
1: bike, Holly. And on the way into Bandera, we had to stop because the funeral procession procession was coming towards me. Right. So when I looked up the hill, because I was I was at the bottom of the hill and they were coming off the top of the hill. Right. Right. And I looked up and I saw motorcycles. Okay. So I pulled over on the side. I was actually on a bridge, which was really cool. Pulled over on the side, got off, turned my bike off, got off my bike, and I had a do-rag on to keep me from getting sunburned. Pulled it off, put my hands behind my back, and this funeral procession. 45 minutes. There were over 500 motorcycles. And at the end of the motorcycles, you know, they're too too wide, right? Yeah. At the end of it, a guy was on this huge trike with a trailer, and it was a glass-encased casket. Yeah. And he was in the Navy, so there was a flag over it. But you could see the casket inside this huge glass case. Yeah. It was the coolest thing. And then... There were probably another 200 cars. So yeah, it was at least 45 minutes long. I literally got sunburned standing there for the funeral procession, but it was, I don't, we tried to look up online to see what happened. This guy was 45 years old and he was the head of a, uh, a biker gang that was against, I don't even, it wasn't bad.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: But it was, you know, another one. Something similar. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was wearing green, that kind of thing. So I don't know if it was bad or not, but, we found out that he was 45, but that we don't know what he died from. Okay. If it was a, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool.
0: That's cool, dude. That's cool. So are we uh, going to wrap this one up? Cause I think we've, yeah. we we've been talking about some pet peeves and I think a lot of these people can relate to.
1: Oh, I, I guarantee there's other pet peeves that, and, and the ones that we talked about, I bet you they're all at the top of just about everybody's list, especially driving. When you talk about driving, you know...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so have I told the ghost bees joke? No. Okay, so... I don't even know what that is. Okay, so we're going to... This is going to be a really horrible dad joke. (laughs)
1: Here we go, people. Y'all ready?
0: Yeah, exactly. Hopefully I'll tell this one right. (laughs) <laughs> whatever <laughs> i
1: never throw the harp in there i had to throw it in there for yeah this
0: there part. you go so let me make sure i say this right why is it nobody hates ghost bees
1: why is it that nobody hates
0: ghost bees
1: because they don't exist
0: 'Cause everybody loves boobies. Oh my god. <laughs> you know,
1: that statement, even women like boobies.
0: <laughs> even children like boobies. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was there you go. that's my dad joke of the ghost bees. <laughs> boobies. Boobies. the hell did you get that one (laughs) there
1: you go man (laughs) that's almost as bad as a horse walks into a bar and bartender goes hey why the long face (laughs)
0: yeah there you go oh my god (laughs) i just i'm sorry i I just figured there you go there's there's my dad joke of the day oh my god would you like that one that yeah, was funny, <laughs> See, that <there>. was funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: it caught me off guard because i'm trying to figure out hey, how is was a ghost
0: i know exactly it throws you completely off doesn't it it's just it like uh, <laughs> there you go but you
1: can't argue with it
0: <laughs> the likes
1: boobies. yeah there you go it's so they we're
0: fascinated with that i know there you go it's- hey we're guys come on hello
1: but I mean, all women are—they're worried about their boobies.
0: I know, I know, I know. So, okay, any any last minute comments for the crowd before we wrap this up? Did
1: I tell? I got one more joke. Now that you said that, we're talking about boobies.
0: <laughs> oh Lord! Okay.
1: What does an old woman have between her boobs that a young woman does not?
0: I know this answer, but go ahead and tell the crowd. Her belly button. <laughs> <laughs> you're horrible oh my gosh you're horrible
1: i see oh. you know, i can cut on the fact that you know when men get older they end up sitting on their nuggets more often than they did when they were younger <coughs> yeah but,
0: there you go yeah there you go oh my every God. once in a
1: while you sit on the toilet and you Ooh, that water's cold
0: yeah <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh anyway <laughs> There you go, folks. There's our inappropriate jokes for the day. The dad jokes. (laughs) I know. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, any last minute comments, man? Do you want to share with the crowd?
1: I I think I'll end on that one.
0: You're going to end on that one? (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) just a reminder, folks. You know, come on. Uh, Share us. Listen. You know, follow us. All the Send fun us an stuff. email. Send us an email. Yeah, with we definitely... Got a
1: pet peeve that we didn't put on the show? We'll do it again.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you you know that's that would be a good one. You know, share yep. some pet peeves. So we're always looking for for fun content, and uh, you know we'll keep you anonymous unless you're wanting us to say your name. And you could be that have your true. your famous your famous for a minute type thing. So we do
1: pretty good about not mentioning names. I Everyone, know we you do. Know, Sometimes we throw them out there, but for the most part, stuff like that we don't.
0: Well, our friends, for the most part, they know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And if they don't, here's your notification. <laughs> there you, you have been warned. <laughs> exactly, you have been warned. So, but no, it's it's been it's been really good. I will tell you this. This is just. Uh, to let people know, I am actually going to start up TikTok here soon, making my own videos. I can't wait. Whatever. I can't. So, yeah, but mine's going to be, they're going to be interesting. They're going to be little segments. Um, probably mixture, mix in a little bit of everything. Now, the one thing I will tell you is I am going to touch on religion on my TikTok. So, um, just be prepared for that, folks interesting yeah um just because some of the discussions that me and you have had you know and i'm gonna incorporate that in some of my you know kind of tiktok videos and we'll see how it goes but i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna try to have fun with it you know and yeah um if you're looking for me to dance that's not gonna happen just telling you look at mine
1: my fat belly's dancing all over the place
0: oh really Yeah, I haven't listened. I haven't looked at all your videos. The one I like the most is the one where you do the Jim Carrey. That's,
1: you know, they came out with two more. That's all over TikTok right now. So I should go back out and do that again.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, um, I've been doing now. It's been really funny. I'll share this real quick. It's been really funny. I've been watching this one girl who's from Ireland and she's been doing Irish jokes. Oh, nice! Yeah, and then this other girl, who does D and D dad jokes. D and D Dungeons and Dragons dad jokes. Yeah, so it's Dungeons and Dragons dad jokes, and I'm like, (laughs) yeah, they're pretty funny, but you have to understand Dungeons and Dragons just to get them. It's that bad, you know. So, but it's pretty funny. There's some funny ones up in there. So, Um, yeah, it's been interesting. So. Um, I don't have anything else. Uh, Final call. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. And folks, we love you too. Keep following. Keep listening.